0: Welcome back to The Right Angle. It's our pre-Memorial Day show. This will be out right before Memorial Day. We've been getting them up in a more timely fashion because we understand that you want the latest from the greatest, and we've got at least two of those here tonight, maybe a third. We could argue that later, but uh, the G-man's here. Unfortunately, (laughs) CCI, it's not, it's like one of those funny, not funny things, but He's definitely becoming a special guest. But speaking of special guests, we have a return. She's been around the nation after her last uh, appearance on our show. Maya, how are you doing?
1: Hi, it's good to be back. I really have been traveling a lot, so around the nation is a fair thing to say.
0: When are airline tickets going to come down, do you think? That's an open question for both of you.
2: When when Trump gets back in, <laughs>
0: oh, it just does not look good.
2: Have you been searching for airline tickets? No,
0: I'm just afraid to. But I've heard that uh, a lady who travels from Mid Michigan to Las Vegas and normally pays about three hundred and fifty round trip said that she had to book one at like almost seven hundred dollars.
2: Outrageous. Now, I, I know that CC told me years ago that um, they airlines buy their fuel in uh, two-year increments. So in other words, they lock their price in uh, whenever the two-year period is up. I don't know when it is, but um, they could be gouging people on the cheaper fuel prices that they locked in on if it was a year ago. Or so. I mean, it's a, a year ago. It was like half the cost it is now, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I I don't know if jet fuel has done the same thing, but they could be hedging against knowing that in six months they're going to have to come back in and buy again and pay a lot more. I don't know, but well, that's great because that only makes the prices go up that
2: much more. Uh, and then nobody likes to drive because the gas prices are too high.
0: Have you noticed, uh, Maya, I know you don't drive a lot because you work from home, but uh, have you noticed any like pump rage or road rage or anything like that?
1: No, I haven't noticed anything. Obviously prices are higher and I too have been staying home more even though I don't go out a ton because I work from home. Yeah. Yeah, it makes it less appealing to go for a long drive or enjoy the nice weather we're getting when prices are so high at the pump.
0: It is weird when when it's even like, oh, I got to drive five miles to get groceries. I'll better combine that with three other trips. It's just, just like going into the grocery and seeing shelves like 65% filled. Have you had that experience, both of you?
1: I have not lately. I noticed it earlier on um, during some of the, the pandemic craziness. It was very obvious, less so these days, but I guess I just haven't, or maybe I've gotten used to it and it, it's still happening.
2: Got it. My wife was uh, looking through the baby formula, and I go, what's going on, honey? Uh, what are you looking at baby formula for? <laughs> uh, she said, I was just curious as to whether it was out or not. And I go, that better be all it was. But she hasn't She hasn't uh, noticed anything that she needs um that they were out of other than being out of it for no particular reason so yeah uh, i think we've been safe with that so far
0: yeah and it's not it's not necessarily at least in my experience it isn't being out of anything you need it's just weird that they have three of something instead of 25 of something
2: <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's a and you know it's kind of like you know now they're rationing the baby formula but when the fake demic was going on um i noticed that when i went to this particular outlet store uh, that everybody was loading up on water and toilet paper and there was no there was no you can only have 86 rolls of toilet paper yeah. you know you could have 150 if you want or or the hand sanitizer yeah, they, they they started limiting that or limiting that. It's uh, I, I don't know, that's America nowadays, you know. I mean, mine,
0: yeah, that's a George Harrison song, right? It was good for you, yeah. I, I he sang it on the uh, Get Back documentary, that's probably the only reason I know it, but no, oh. interesting song. I've got a lot of uh, odds and ends, more some more odd than the other, but. G-Man or uh, Maya, have you got anything you want to crack the egg with?
2: I couldn't find any in
0: the grocery store, so (laughs) I can't do that. Okay. If I was just thinking about fundraisers because I got an email from someone who, and I guess the whole concept of this is, it's just kind of strange. He and a group of people are going to play a hundred holes of golf in a day. And whether it's that or I'm gonna walk eight miles or I'm going to, you know, jump rope for 30 minutes and for that, basically you have to pay me for the privilege of watching me and not even watching me, but I'm gonna go to all this hardship of playing golf and I want you to contribute to some fundraiser because of that. I don't really get that. Can someone explain that to me? I I can't (laughs) but I mean
2: there's somebody on TV that's supposedly uh, doing some I can't I mean oh it was for uh, those uh, veggie pills and fruit pills yeah Um, he's going to run 75 marathon consecutive marathons and then I don't know you give money toward it or something like that I when I saw that I go you know what's the big deal you know, why just, just ask for money. He doesn't have to run across the country to do it.
0: Yeah. Maya, what's your, do you have any experience with either participating in or giving money to those kind of things? I guess telethons are sort of the same thing. You watch people sing or dance and then because of that, you're more likely to contribute money to something.
1: I would say for me, it's simply about the cause and what they're asking money for. And it's, I'll donate to that. I I don't really have an opinion one way or the other, if they're running or golfing or calling or what have you. I think if it's for a good cause, I'm happy to donate money, but I guess I I don't fully understand the additional, you know, running or whatever it is that accompanies it.
0: So would you be any more likely to give more money if someone said, I'm gonna jump rope for three hours and I want you to pledge X amount of money as opposed to we've got this, we've got this charity for veterans of whatever, and we'd like to give you to give X amount of money. Do you think that, I mean, it must persuade people or they wouldn't do it, I guess.
2: I don't know uh, how you would, I, Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, how, would you, how would you gauge when yeah. people uh, give you the money for people that do that kind of stuff? And like you say, I think what you're saying is, you know, what are you doing? You know, it's like I'd be saying, I'm going to go out and wax my Ferrari all day. <laughs> and uh, and I want you to give a $1,000 to make a wish or something like that. What's the purpose of me waxing my car all day long so that I can raise money? Something I like to do so I can raise money for that. I, You know, I don't get it.
0: When the Girl Scouts sell slightly overpriced cookies or, you know, people sell candy or something, I guess that's that's a little more, you feel like at least you're getting something, but yeah, I just, I didn't know if either of you had an insight into that whole thing.
2: I think somebody with a feel good mentality says, let's do something like this so that people see that I'm working toward helping this cause by doing what I'm doing, but everything they're doing is something they like to do. Yeah, you know, I, I, if they said I'm gonna go skin diving with a pork chop vest <laughs> into shark infested waters, <laughs> yeah, I'd give money for that. I'd like to see that, you know. But that's that's not, you know, going out and playing golf or, or you know, or yeah. sunbathing, you know, for 24 hours straight hours. You know, really, come on. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's they do it because they feel like they need to give back in order to accept the money that you're giving them. I, I truly have never thought about it. I just <laughs> donate if it's a good cause and I don't if it's not.
0: Or even like Live Aid, you know, when they did that huge, huge concert, Gene Man back in the day and- yep. Instead of the rich rock and roll stars just giving a million dollars each, They give their time, and then 50,000 people give $50 each or something. It seems like a pretty good deal for the rock and roll guys.
2: Oh, absolutely. It's, you know, here I am, look at me, now give some money. That's what it was. (laughs) Those people make me sick, every one of them that was in that. Except Huey Lewis, I like him.
0: (laughs) Oh, very interesting, very interesting. G-Man, you're up.
2: Well, you earlier had talked about a little about the road rage. Uh, What were you alluding to when you said that?
0: Oh, well, I was talking like about pump rage when people go to the pumps and have to pay so much they just get upset. And then obviously road rage is just kind of the typical thing where they get cut off or they think someone has got it in for them. It seems like a lot more women have that sensation than men, but maybe not. I may be wow. biased. Excuse I may, you.
1: I may be biased
0: because when I'm a passenger, that happens sometimes.
1: I think you, it's a certain woman, not all women.
2: It's possible. Uh, you ride with your wife?
0: Yeah, sometimes like when really? we're going I mean when when we take her car for some reason when huh. we have to take more stuff. You don't you're not a passenger often mm, when
2: never <laughs> never am I a passenger with my wife. It's never happened. Really? One time I went I went into the passenger seat to get something out of the glove compartment yeah. and I thought, "Wow, this feels weird." You know, I'm in my car, but I'm in the passenger seat. Never. <laughs> Do I allow her to drive when I'm in the car with her?
0: Maya, thoughts on that? Oh,
1: I, I don't know if you want to hear them. I feel like in Bring your it on. situation.
2: <laughs> we just gave you two barrels. Come on. Well,
1: I would say it's partly about who wears the pants in the relationship. And I don't know if I'll say anything more than that.
2: Okay. Actually, actually, to tell, you, to tell you the truth, to clear the air, so to speak, <laughs> she doesn't like to drive, so okay. she more than welcomes me to drive every single time. Uh, she's to the point where she doesn't like to go on the other side of town if she doesn't have to. Or there isn't at least a good sale on shoes. Yeah. And so um, she does like me to drive. So okay, I, I do like that. But I, I have never ridden with her ever, literally. Well do you think? Okay, maybe maybe four times. Okay. We're like I didn't have a car and she had yeah. to pick me up and there was traffic and I had to jump in, you know, but
1: uh, <laughs> I was forced.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So Yeah, but other than that, no. No.
1: Huh.
0: Not at all. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, let me let me yeah, just yeah.
2: Add a little bit little bit more on that thing. We're talking about uh the uh road rage. <clears throat> And they did have something on last week on one of the news shows about people and their rage nowadays just because of the way that's the way society is. And they, they did a little clip on road rage. And, of course, it was extreme because it was on the news. One guy was shooting a pistol out of his car, threw his windshield at somebody. <laughs> uh, one of those things, another guy got out and started pushing another guy because he did what I don't condone of course any of that but what I want people to understand too is is that there's another part which I said earlier on another podcast that goes into that equation and it's called auto idiocy and what that is 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 the person in front of you that is an idiot and is doing something that really kind of sets you off and then causes a little bit more of that rage when you're when you're driving up 10 miles an hour under the speed limit when you're going you know two lanes can't pass 10 Mm -hmm. miles an hour under the speed limit taking 22 seconds to turn into your destination you know very slowly holding everybody up Um, I could name eight ten different things but that's what can also cause the road rage you're not driving along and just are raging at the person in front of you for no reason they're being stupid on top of that.
0: You're welcome. So have you ever, I guess, sort of like, you know, justifiable homicide or something, not that it would come to that, but is there some point where like your last straw gets broken and you have ever done anything? No, I've, I've. the
2: amazing thing, uh, it might be some of my mother's genes or something, but, I, it has nothing, my mother has nothing to do with the rage part, but but I might get really irritated at somebody, but the second that they're out of my vision, I'm done with it. Okay. I, I don't, and I would never consider cutting somebody off, and I did see somebody do that in my town one time, and, and they, it was actually quite brutal to watch them just go up to the car and scream at the person. Oh. But... Uh, no, I would ever, never do that uh, for any reason, so um, but you know they, they, they still torque you off, you know <laughs> when they're doing certain things. Come on, Maya, you've been driving around and, and somebody in front of you does something stupid and, and how about passing like I said last time on the highway, and it takes you four miles to pass a semi truck. <laughs> and you're behind that person for those four miles. You know, then they, oh, yeah, okay, this was a passing lane. <laughs> you know, not a cruising lane, but a passing lane. And the second they get by that truck and you're right behind them, they speed up. <laughs> I'll guarantee you eight
1: out of ten times that will happen. It's true. It does. I've witnessed it. I've, I've been victim to
2: it. There you go. See? We're both, <laughs> we've both been victims of stupidity, auto idiocy remember that term I invented it by the way
0: so <laughs> I think you um, did
2: yeah yeah I I'm wonder I'm if, very astute about what goes on around me when I'm in my car and and I could write a book about it but I don't ever act on anything I promise you that
0: how about what's what's your threshold for honking at someone I don't think I've honked it I I might I might toot my horn
2: if they're stand at the stoplight uh-huh. texting and they don't move When there's 12 cars behind me, I might go beep, you know, and then they take off or whatever. But I don't lay on the horn and tell them who's number one when I'm driving by. I don't do
0: that. (laughs) Okay. Maya, how about you?
1: Same thing. I'll only honk if we're stopped at a light and they don't notice it turns green. It's more of a kind, like, hello, pay attention, not an aggressive, you're doing something I don't like, so I'm going to honk at you.
0: It is interesting the the psychology between the difference between the tooting the horn like at what point does a toot become a honk like a poop versus a <laughs> uh, have you ever thought right of that right there, there yeah. right there that is yeah <laughs> so like it's, a, it's
2: just a hit the horn real quick and that means you know yeah you're, you get going quit texting doing whatever you're doing move and then uh, I'll give them about two seconds and if they Uh haven't moved then i'll lay on the horn okay a little longer but yeah not, not not for a long time speaking of that just as a sidebar i was uh i used to go out and visit my brother in in a western city every winter and my brother is about as low key as as you know probably you are and we're at a stoplight in this particular city and the light turned green and he started honking. And so, I mean, he just went beep, 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 beep like that. And I go, hey, hey, bro, back off. You know, it, the light just turned green. He says, it only turns green for four seconds. And three <laughs> seconds later, the light turned red. Oh, and the person hadn't been moving. So he goes, that's, that's why I did it. Oh. Four seconds, that light. That, wow. That's exactly what it was because I timed it. When I went back around one time to see what it was, so I thought that was kind of humorous that that my low-key brother would be honking at somebody, but it was for a reason.
0: Yeah. Anyway, as long go as ahead. yeah, as, no, as long as there's a reason. Obviously, if if someone starts pulling over because they don't see you, you're in their blind spot or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, all right, well we'll we'll move on from road rage to.
2: Auto idiocy, I, not road rage. Auto
0: okay, idiocy. audio. Right. That's right. It's the re, it's the flip side. It's yeah, what causes it. Okay.
2: Hey, don't say flip side. I did not flip that person off.
0: <laughs> okay. that oh. Time. Did did either of you hear that AOC is thinking of selling her Tesla because Elon Musk said something mean to her on Twitter?
1: <laughs> I did see that. I didn't read any more than just that detail. <laughs>
0: talk about someone that. desperate to be in the news i guess she hasn't been in the news much lately wow what's have have either of you heard any more about the pause on the twitter sale to check on how many bots are really there versus real people do you think the sale is going to go through or do you think it's gonna a go through as is b be altered or c just go south and not happen
1: yeah, it's hard to say if it's all just sort of a big ruse to stir things up, or if he's really serious and just taking his time to make sure that he's getting his money's worth, it's hard to say.
2: I think that's exactly what he's doing. He wants to make sure that that uh, you know the numbers aren't boosted. Uh, he doesn't want to spend any more on anything than he has to. Yeah, and I think I think if they can show that they boosted their numbers. They're going to have to lower the price. They're not going to keep it at thirty-five billion dollars when, when half of the the people that listen or do whatever they're doing
0: are false. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. I I think the Twitter board at one point said, "Well, he signed the deal, so he can't go back on it." But that would be like if you you know had a home inspection and it turned out good and so you sign the papers and then a couple days later you find out there's a bunch of termites in the walls or something I don't think you're legally obligated to go through with that although Maya you've got some history with real estate is that is that true at what point can't you turn back
1: yeah it would just depend on the contract and what specifically you're signing and also how willing the other party is to let you out of it even if you're contracted contractually bound to something. I don't know specifically. I mean, a home inspection is much different than signing off on the agreement itself.
0: What about that housing market? Do you think it's going to pause and drift down? Or is there, I just don't see how it's going to keep going up based on interest rates and all the other inflation. Do you think it's going to take a dive or do you think it's just going to kind of flutter down or what?
1: It's definitely already cooling down a bit. The demand is not what it was. Obviously, interest rates have gone up quite a bit. I think the highest since 2009, which is pretty crazy. So I think overall it's going to cool and then maybe we'll see what the summer brings.
2: Inflation.
0: Uh, Yeah.
2: I think that's what's going to slow it down is inflation. Uh, Stacey Eastwood uh, just put a bid in on a house a week oh, yeah? ago, yeah, and she she overbid eleven thousand dollars and got outbid.
0: Ooh, I know that and, that sort of had been the norm, but I hopefully that'll turn out to be a good thing for her.
2: I was just in uh, a large real estate company um, talking with some people in there today. And one of the oldest realtors in that company that I happen to know was telling me that she's seeing it start, starting to level off a little bit, uh, that they aren't the stupid prices that people have been paying, but they are still overbidding on some of them. And she's telling me that a lot of them, even if they offer cash, sometimes that doesn't matter on the, on the deal. I don't know why but she said sometimes it doesn't so um, and like you said when it, about the houses uh you know like I I don't know you know if you you bought one recently Maya
1: I bought one a little over a year ago
2: Okay did you have an inspection on it
1: Yes I did luckily I purchased under list price had an ex- inspection uh i got in right when the interest rates were extremely low still really perfect timing
2: wow how, m- so how you, much
0: un- go ahead i was just gonna say you underbid
1: uh yes mm-hmm.
0: hadn't it been on the market for a while
1: it had been on the market just over 30 days okay so not a long time no. yeah not but in the market at 30 days is quite quite a long time um But it was sort of right before the the real boom um, when you started hearing much more about that people were overbidding, waiving inspections, going all cash, um, all contingencies waived. It really became quite the market out there uh, over the past year. And I think I got in just right before that.
0: Yeah, Yeah, we'll have to have Dark Horse on again, maybe in a couple months. Uh, and see how things are down south in terms of the market
2: he's i think he's in one of the hottest uh markets there is in the us isn't he
0: yeah which would be interesting to see if it's still as crazy as it has been exactly
2: yeah i know it's still a little absurd up here and when I'm talking eleven thousand dollars i'm I'm not talking about a, a four hundred thousand dollar house yeah you know you're you're really boosting the amount of payout on a house that probably in six months uh, won't deserve that kind of extra money on it. So um, hopefully things will calm down for people like Stacy.
0: Yeah. Well, that's that's very good. Random question. Where do you do your best thinking? I knew you would go there immediately. (laughs) Where's
2: your best thinking, Maya?
1: (laughs) Yikes. Um, I'd say sometimes late at night, just when I'm laying in bed, I'll get a lot of... If I can't stop thinking about work, a lot of ideas will pop up and just thinking about different ways to yeah uh go about something that i'm dealing with at work normally come late at night i don't necessarily know if it's my best thinking but i feel like a lot of ideas can spark when i can't fall asleep and just so let, literally normally. in
0: bed literally in bed
1: yes literally in bed
0: wow g
2: man actually <laughs> i i do thinking all the time <laughs> Whatever's in front of whatever seriously whenever something's in front of me i'm i'm thinking about that and sometimes not in you know in you know weird ways and stuff like that but um i don't i don't uh when you say when do you do your best thinking what are you talking about are you talking about work or are you talking about just just
0: anything i guess it could be anything i i guess in particular i was thinking of of more creative thinking, maybe, or and everyone has a different situation. But when you're just sitting, either at a computer and you're just trying to get that next idea into uh, whatever you're working on, and then at some point you realize you've got to go for a walk, you've got to go ride your bike, you got to go have something to eat, you have to, you know, go to bed and do it tomorrow. It seems like for me, a lot of a lot of the ideas come. Sort of when you're least expecting it. And I probably not unusual in the shower, you know, getting ready for work. And suddenly you got to stop and write a note to yourself that a problem that is sort of been digesting in your brain has just sort of given you some inspiration or something.
2: That's that's uh, interesting. I I uh, I think they're just they just come randomly to me. They, they, They could come at any time. I, I do a lot of thinking when I'm driving, yeah. Uh, and that's probably one of the one of the few specific things I do that that I think a lot when I'm doing that. So, uh, other than what while well, I'm driving, by the way, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't cause any auto idiocy. But, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I, I'd say that's probably one of the particular times that I just think about things. I don't come up with any good thoughts, but. I think about
0: things. So not like solutions, not like problem solving things. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't have any problems I need to solve. <laughs> that's,
0: that's pretty impressive. Well, so uh, Maya, do you, uh, when you think of things, how often is it the thing that ends up being the answer as opposed to something just to get you inspired to keep thinking, thinking of it the next day?
1: Are you asking when I am laying in bed and thinking, is that usually when the best solution comes? Yeah. Yeah, I would, I think for work, maybe specifically, it's normally if something is uh, high pressure or more stressful and is keeping me up. I think those are really the decisions that come probably late at night when I'm lying in bed and can't fall asleep. And I would say quite a few Um, of the ultimate solutions have come from just late night lying in bed sort of replaying the ideas throughout the day what other people have said being able to reflect back on you know what was it maybe a good idea what wasn't what new ideas could we present Um, and i do feel like a lot of them come from that late night thinking
0: and you remember them the next day do you ever like go oh my gosh what was i thinking last night
1: I remember them. They're not, I wouldn't say they're like so late at night where I'm, you know, drowsy and fall right asleep. I'm usually still pretty actively awake at that point.
2: Actually, by the way, um, I'm self-employed. So I probably don't have the thoughts in my head that you two have because you're, you're more or less, you know, trying to figure things out for other people, probably a lot of times, or how to make other people run more smoothly and whatnot, I I don't have that problem uh, with with my line of work. Uh, my my employees, I don't tell what to do; they know what to do, and and so I don't lie awake, you know, wondering about you know certain things that they might or might not do or yeah or can and can't do. So. Um, I didn't want to be, you know, all encompassing that I don't have problems. I'm just saying, because I am <laughs> married, but I do want you to know that, that, that when it comes to work, that I'm, you know, I'm, I, I don't have any problems with that. So.
0: So my do you have any uh, pressing or other issues that you would like to air or get anyone's thoughts on?
1: Well, just a quick note, if this is Airing right around Memorial Day, would love to just give some gratitude to the amazing servicemen and women who have, you know, fallen in their act of service for the United States. Much, much gratitude for all of them and their families.
0: Did you have anyone, like through high school or college, that went into ROTC and then into the military, male or female, that you've kept up with?
1: I had a friend that was in the Navy, um, ended up being medically discharged and didn't serve in any tremendous capacity. I guess you could say I had more family in the military than friends.
0: Did you ever have any inklings of wanting to uh, go into the military?
1: Personally, no, um, no. I I think it takes a, a special quality or something that I wouldn't say that I possess or desire. Um, and I don't know if that just means I'm not brave enough or bold enough, but I personally have never felt that that was my highest calling.
0: Got it. Isn't it, G-Man, you probably know about this. In Israel, don't all young people have to go into the military for like two years or four years or something isn't there that is correct yeah that's correct what do you think about that
2: i couldn't speak for anybody there but i would guess that because you have to do that that you know you just it's just an automatic thing you have to do like you have to go to college or something like that Uh uh-huh everyone has to serve their two years and um I I think they just do it because they, you know, they have to do it or told to do it, whatever.
0: Do you think it makes people more patriotic?
2: I'm not so sure. If it does, it might. I do know that when you fight in the Israeli army, you are pretty much probably second only to the United States as far as your capabilities Mm of... You know, waging war on people because they are a very fierce warrior when you're in the Israeli army, and uh, as Russia found out, and so on and so forth, and the Palestinians and and all that. But uh, I, I would I would just say it's something they just do. They go into it and they serve their two years, and and then I don't know what they I don't know how many people stay in or if they just go back out or what, but. Um,
0: I mean, it has to do in large part with geographically where they are, the history of all the conflicts that, not that they have undertaken, but that get bestowed on them and just the size of the country. I think probably to keep the numbers right, obviously in the U.S. or a place with, you know, 100 or two or 300 million people, it probably wouldn't really be viable. Hmm.
2: My, uh, my wife's cousin... As uh, maybe as of right now for certain yesterday went on one of those flights uh, that they, they take veterans to Washington D.C. and they honor them for the war that they were in. This particular guy he went with from his area was in the Vietnam War hmm. and uh, he said for years to this guy, hey why don't you go do that and you, you get a free trip to Washington DC they put you up and he goes no 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 and finally i think his wife convinced him you know to go so hmm. my wife's cousin was able to escort this guy to Washington DC as of i think might have been last weekend and um and then they honored all the people from that era of course you never heard about it in Washington DC but yeah um But yeah, he got to go do that with him, so.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah, it definitely, I I don't know, I think there's some aspect of what's expected of you because your father, grandfather, great-grandfather, there's, that's definitely one aspect of it. But people that go in and they're basically the first generation, it would be interesting to, find out where sort of that mindset or that psyche of when they make that decision and how it comes. Cause I certainly never had any inclination. And I don't know that Maya, I understand you have a number of brothers. Do you think any of them ever had any inclination to join the military?
1: I don't think so. I was actually just thinking about this the other day, how my immediate family, nobody is in the military and I wouldn't look at them and think that they would go into the military and we're all very patriotic and love our country, but I, I don't think that that was ever an idea and it is curious why certain people go in and obviously their reason for doing. So I'm sure it's different for every single person, but it would be interesting to get a hundred people together and just ask them, you know, if they could break it down into a couple words, what was the reason that they joined? I think, Quite a few that I've heard, it's they're eighteen, they're 18, they don't know what to do. They maybe are just these big macho men and feel like to blow off some steam, maybe they should go into the military. But I think that's a very broad generalization and wouldn't say it's necessary necessarily true.
0: What about women in combat? What are your thoughts on that?
1: If I agree that they should be in combat? Yeah. I wouldn't say I've given it too much thought to give a great answer. I would say top of mind, I personally think, and the science would back me up that men and women are very different. And I think, (gasps) did you hear that G man? (laughs) Not even physically, (laughs) (laughs) not even physically, but you know, emotionally and psychologically would react very differently. And I, I, would naturally picture men being in more combative duties than women but i have not given it enough thought to give a an answer that i would feel comfortable with
0: what about you g man would you like to have like if you were in vietnam in the in the swamps in the jungles you have like a 50-50 male and female brigade absolutely not the, the
2: that uh, Jessica, whatever her name was, that was in the desert war, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the one that Bush started there. Uh, yeah, Desert uh, d- Storm. Desert Storm. She, she got captured, and uh, they had this uh, elite unit go in there and and you know risk their lives to get her out of there because she was a, a captive of the you know the Saudis or whoever it was that that took her and don't look upon women real nicely, Mm -hmm. as we all know, Uh, that kind of thing can't happen if women really want to be in war. And I cannot picture at all a uh, platoon of women going up against anything that's, you know, slaughtering them and, uh, you know, blowing them up and, and all that kind of stuff. It's just, it's horrific I, it's, it's bad enough that guys have to do it. I don't, yeah. I don't see that, that women, uh, you know, like Maya said, they're, they're just made up differently. Um, it's, it's too horrific, I think, for, for them to do anything like that.
0: Yeah, certainly in the military in general, intelligence and plenty of uh, strategic thinking and all of that kind of stuff. Obviously, and nursing, nursing. Yep.
2: And they can be on the front lines when they're nursing. Uh, not the front lines but they can be right behind them you know and they can, they're in danger when they're doing that you know yeah. I, I give them all the credit for that i do not believe that there are very many women that could be fighter pilots for the same reason that maya also i'm throwing you under the bus on all this <laughs> yeah you know just the, put it put yeah. it all on me she said yeah. it first i'm i'm going to uh, that you said because uh, <laughs> they literally can't put up with the g forces in a, you know, jet plane hmm. that that men can
0: yeah i hadn't thought of that yeah. i think i think the tv show and probably the movie mash presented that pretty fairly in terms of the heroics of women that are the nurses and will go out and just do extraordinary things it's just it's not it to me it's nothing to do with heroics it's just plain and simple as muscle mass and Maybe some of the the psychology behind it too.
2: I think it has a lot to do with the psychology behind it. I I, I think, and, and if I can so much presume this, uh, I think women like to nurture and care, which is why they make great nurses in the hospitals and the mass units, and things like that. And again, like I say, they're they're in danger just as much as, you know, anybody else is. But. Sending a platoon of women, or even half women, out to fight against guys in another country, uh, is just would create all sorts of problems
0: if they got captured too. Yeah, that's for sure. You brought it up, my the old military thing. <laughs> so, but yeah, definitely all honor and uh, good thoughts to the veterans who made it back, and and the ones that gave their lives. That's just. Yeah, it's just a place that I would have a really hard time getting to, I think. Indeed. Yeah. G-Man, anything else?
2: Well, I got a couple of uh, darned if you do's, if you would like me to do those. All right. I'd like to, I'd like to give this one to Maya
1: first. All oh, right. boy, I don't know what these are, but.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it, th- these aren't bad. They're a would-you-rather type of thing. Would-you-rather this or would-you-rather that? And these are all safe. I'm not going to do anything that would be Okay. (laughs) Kind of. Would you rather be marked with a tracking device so that the government always knows where you are or with a microphone so that it always knows what you're saying?
1: I would say the first one, know where I am versus what I'm saying. Seems less risky.
2: Less risky. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I, oh, well. Okay.
0: Ooh, they were just talking about that at that World Economic Forum about that carbon footprint tracker. So that's where my mind was. Um, ooh, that is tough because then they would be able to hear all of these right angles. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I would probably go with Maya on, on uh, knowing where I am. I mean, it's creepy, but I think it'd be less creepy.
2: Yeah, because I must have had a microphone. Well, I do have a microphone, and, <laughs> and they did cancel me. So um, why I was and the only are, one, I don't know.
1: <laughs> there's GPSs on all of our phones, the cars. They already know where we are anyways. I think you can get away at least for now if you go into the woods and don't have your cell phone maybe, but they already can track us.
0: Yeah, like they did You know, all that data during the pandemic when they were – Checking to see if travel was reduced, if people were going to pharmacies in greater numbers and stuff like that, that was a little Orwellian, as they say, but
2: it also worked in our favor though, because they did track the people that stole the election for that's true for, for Biden by going to those boxes and filling them full of uh, false votes. Yeah, they did there so.
0: And they say, oh, well, we don't know for sure what they were doing at those at the middle of the night with a mask on. There's yeah. no pr- there's no proof of what they were doing.
2: I'm sure they were Christmas cards <laughs> and they thought that was a post office box. So, we got to give them the benefit of the doubt. Cuz they're so. stupid. Yeah. So, I've got I've got one more. Do you want to do one more? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather vote for an honest but stupid politician or a liar? with tremendous savvy.
0: Maya, you're up. Yikes. <laughs> she, she got to think I, about that.
1: Yeah, really, I'm I mean, honesty is wonderful. But if you're stupid and you're enacting <laughs> bad policies, I should, sure wouldn't want you in office if you could cause more harm. And I guess the the savvy part, I would want to know the greater definition there. Because if they're dishonest, but still, you know, maybe have good policies behind them, <laughs> I'd am not, not quite sure how to work that one out.
0: That is tricky because I was just thinking, could you realistically, I guess Biden would be one, but could you think of a politician in that first category? Or would you say most of them are in the first category? <laughs> I guess now that the more I think about it, AOC <laughs> would certainly... Well, she's not honest. Well, so but not I, honest. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's I'd say most of them are just yeah. unintelligent and dishonest.
0: Yeah, who who would be a stereotype of an honest politician who is
1: I think people would argue maybe Bush.
0: Yeah, the first. Yeah, that's, that might be a good one. The second Bush, second one. Second one. Yeah. Although from what I understand, he was really pretty pretty intelligent. I mean, some people yeah, thought. Yeah, no,
1: I, I think so. I think, yeah, I think people would presume. presume. Yeah. But, yeah, I th- no, I think intellectually and based on his IQ, I think he was quite intelligent.
0: And I think a lot of people in general thought that Reagan was that way, at least at first, maybe Gerald R. Ford. I don't know that he was known to have a tremendous intellect.
2: Well, interesting you should say Reagan because for each one of these would you rather things, they have a little little blurb underneath and the one they have here huh. is, politi- this is by this President Reagan said this, he said, politics is not a bad profession. If you succeed, there are many rewards. If you disgrace yourself, you can always write a book.
0: <laughs> and that's yep. what they do. Yep. It is crazy. I think don't
2: read it, any of those because I have plenty of toilet paper.
0: So <laughs> um, anyway, go ahead. The whole Hillary uh, not not being directly on trial, but with the mounds of evidence just continuing to mount, mount up against her, do you think, not that she'll be thrown in jail, but will there be any legal, anything happen to her legally, do you think?
2: No. I'm hoping everybody around her gets thrown in jail. Yeah. Somebody has to go to jail for this, and I, and as long as she's disgraced, that's fine by me. Okay, she has to be disgraced, and 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 everyone has to know she did what she did, and then I'm fine with that as long as uh, you know, Struck and and all those guys go to jail. They don't have to go long. Two years, you know, Comey, two years. That's fine. I'll be good with that.
0: Got it, Maya. Was there ever a point where you thought Hillary was a role model that young women should look up to?
1: Oh no, I was never in that. Did camp. you have? <laughs> did
0: you have friends that were in that camp, or maybe that still are?
1: Um, I don't remember specifically. I'm trying to think years and years ago in school, but nothing comes to mind.
0: If there's nothing else, I think we've had a pretty good run, and. Uh, We are going to track down CeCe. I do know he had a family engagement uh, tonight. He had a legitimate reason such as that goes. But any closing thoughts before we put a stamp on it?
2: I got our new uh, third person here with Maya. So uh, you're out, CeCe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the good news is he never listens to these. So (laughs) he, he (laughs) he, he won't hear that on the air. Uh, I'll call
2: him. I'll text him. All He'll right. Know.
0: Good deal. All right. Well, Maya, thanks for hopping on. I know it was relatively short notice. We we do have some other guests that we hope to get on the weeks, the rare weeks when CeCe isn't here. But we appreciate <laughs> you being with us again.
2: Yes.
1: You're yes. welcome. We, we, I enjoyed yeah, it it's thoroughly. it's to be here.
0: You, need, you don't need to throw her under the bus one last time, G-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could, but I won't. All right. She's,
2: she's too nice. She's Fair too
0: nice. enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, thanks for listening and for giving us those five-star reviews and turning on the notifications and all that other gobbledygook. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. Stay safe. And come back and listen to us again on the right angle.
1: That was easy.